Hello, and welcome back to episode two of my fucking podcast. Loki, I forgot about it after posting the first episode because uh, I did not give a shit. This was actually my therapist. She told me to find a way to journal my thoughts, and she told me to write a journal every night. So this is your way of doing that? Well, physically, I find journaling really fucking stupid, so I forgot about it instantly. It helps a little, dude, not gonna lie. When people actually write this shit out, it helps. Cause it helps. No, you're, like, unwinding your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like taking, like, an elastic ball. Like, you know, like, not elastic ball. You know, those, like, rubber band balls. You're pretty much, like, undoing it all. One by one. Oh, yeah, much, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Take it all off. Yeah. But, like, for me, like, physically sitting down and writing out my fucking thoughts, I find that really boring, so... I started this podcast. You gotta know the thing. But I forgot I think about it. It's boring. <laughs> it's just boring because you have to be consistent with it. If you don't, no, it's not even that. It's just I don't find it entertaining at all. Like writing a script is a lot more entertaining That's because I'm, I'm like because it matters to you. I'm. It's not even that. It's because I can actually sit down and write something creative with my journal journalism. Yeah, today you know I didn't feel well today. Jackson didn't say anything mm. nice. No, fuck that shit. That's some pussy ass grade two shit. No, dude. The thing is, you know, you're always gonna make time for the things that you matter, right? Yeah. So, that's so I guess I'm it saying. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> to you, it doesn't. Yeah. By the way, this is uh my friend, Saf. We uh both grew up together. We've been very close to each other. Uh, our entire lives. And we have indirectly, uh, we're on the same path of success, obviously in different fields, but we have the same level of ambition and ma- mindset and the way we think of things, look at things, our perspective is pretty much the same. So, My taste in women is better than yours. Uh, well, it depends on it. <laughs> depends, depends. Anyways. But yeah, introduce yourself. What else, what else do you want to say about yourself? I mean, Good. That's, that's all I want them to know. I don't want, I don't want them to know anything <laughs> else. Well then. We both watched Justice League. The new one. What you do you think? We watched it like what? Five times, dude? I watched it five times. I've only seen it once. So no, I've seen it twice. Technically, I've spent 18 hours watching it. You're a loser. <laughs> I have no fucking luck. Oh, God. What would you think of it? I liked it, dude. I liked it way better than the first have one. Have you seen the first one? I've seen it a lot of times with you. The first one? Yeah. You remember we watched it together? We played it at your house at one time. I don't know if we were high or not, but we watched it at your house. I'm pretty sure we were high. Probably. Every time you come to my house, we're high. Yeah. We watched it at your house before, I remember. I remember, like, the, what's his name? Uh, not Wolfgang. Uh, who's the, what's his name? The bad guy. With the horns. Oh, Steppenwolf? Steppenwolf, yeah. <laughs> Wolfgang. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his name. <laughs> yeah, that guy. He looked like shit in that first one. This new one, I like. Actually. He looked like something farted in his face. Yeah, I don't know what the hell he's doing. He's all chromed out. Whedon's dumbass pretty much ruined him, but whatever. I liked it. I like. I didn't like how they made Batman shake. Though. That shit was weird. But aside from that, everything was pretty good. I liked it. The first one, they made Batman look like a fucking pussy. No, you know they added too much comic to it. Like it was, it was more of a comedy. Like yeah, the Marvel jokes it was fucking stupid. Yeah, I didn't like that. It was like, and you can tell when. Uh. Like, which scene was directed by who? You know, remember how you told me that it's the whole universe, like the DC universe that these guys are running with is supposed to be darker? Yeah. So there wasn't too... Like, Suicide Squad aside, as there wasn't supposed to be too much humor in it. Like, certain, like, quirky... Even movies. Suicide Squad, they reshot, like, half the movie just to make it funnier. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, aside from that movie, everything else is supposed to stay dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like they had, like, the small quirky lines here and there, yeah. but... 
I liked how they were staying dark with this new one, but that first one, I didn't like it too much because I think they kind of fucked it up with all the unnecessary humor. Yeah. But that Superman race at the end was kind of cool. Yeah. That was the only thing I liked from that. Actually, yeah, I liked that part too. I thought also, like the, you know the first part where Batman uh, fights that parademon and uses that one uh, robber to uh, yeah, yeah, as bait? Yeah, 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 yeah. That part was pretty sick. Yeah. Because that looks like it was from the comics. Yeah. Like, pretty dope. That's what I liked about this Batman and this DC universe. They actually look like it was from the comics. It wasn't some made-up real shit. Like, Bale's Batman was cool because it was more realistic. It made you feel like any fucking uncle off your street could you know, <laughs> start jumping off his roof and become Batman. Uncle as fuck. Yeah, like that, that fuck. Man, Batman, he falls down <laughs> to his fucking ladder. <laughs> Shatters his fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that ladder, yeah. Man, ladder. <gasps> Make sure he doesn't listen to this fucking podcast. But... <laughs> no. Anyways. But yeah. No, I liked it, but... It was, yeah. You know they're campaigning for Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah, you were like the solo me. movie. Yeah. Well, I don't know why they would want to do that though, because they already ran with Pattinson's other ones. That's that's not part of the DC universe. No, but they're it's like putting it's too much like it's too much fucking shit on your plate. There's gonna be like three Batmans. That's what I'm saying. There's remember Marquee remember Garfield back. Spider-Man and then like a year later that other loser what's his name Garfield no, not Garfield Tom Holland. Yeah, I don't like Holland. Yeah. So. But Tom Holland's Spider-Man was part of this uh, MCU. They so should have made Garfield's part of the MCU. I think. Garfield didn't even want to play Spider-Man anymore. He didn't want to or they didn't want him to? He didn't want to. Apparently, Sony treated him like shit. But at the same time, he didn't show up for any of the meetings. He was across the, literally across the street at a Starbucks drinking coffee, talking to whoever. Like, one of the executives saw him. Yeah. But I don't know if it's confirmed or whatever. I can't say that. I liked his though, man. His was really nice. He was nice. He just cried so much. Hall- no, it was good. Holland's was kind of like too... But Holland's is more... No, it's too comedic. I didn't like it. Mr. Stark! Mr. Stark, can I suck your dick? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. He blew Iron Man. I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I don't like this one. But it was it was entertaining. I'm not going to lie. As it is with every other fucking movie. But I didn't... If I had to choose one, I would choose Carfields. Mm. Holland's was cool. Like, I saw how they fit in Avengers and worked. But I just personally liked Garfield's. Because right after Toby's, there was no other Spider-Man. Garfield was the second. Mm. Right? And then Holland instantly became the fucking third within minutes. Mm. That's that's why it was just too weird for me. Had they waited a little bit and then done it, it would have worked. But Actually, yeah, it was two years. Yeah. That, that's what 2014 was, was the Spider-Man. When you overly saturate something like the market with too much of something, it loses its value. Mm. Right? For example, if I, give, if I give you the example of plastics and diamonds. Why does everyone want diamonds and everyone's plastics? Because plastics are fucking abundance. There's mm. so much plastic everywhere. It's cheap to make. Mm. Right? Everyone can have it. You can go to the dollar store and buy this shit. Mm. Diamonds are hard to mine. They're rare. Right? And they're expensive. That's why everyone wants it. Because it's scarce in value. There's not a lot of it around the world. So that's why people want what they don't have. When you overly fucking flood the market with all these garbage <laughs> not garbage just these <laughs> stupid ass movies and TV shows and everything every like Fuck you man. I'm in movies. No, do you know since 2010, there's been 23 Marvel movies? Yeah. That's not including TV shows. Yeah, and they planned it. That's a fuck ton for 10 years. Yeah. That's too much. Batman DC. Bale literally was the only one part of DC for, what, three, four years. That's because they had no other superheroes working for them. That's what I'm saying. But every time a movie came out, everyone's like, ooh, ah, he, mm. right? Everyone you ever read that in the, you know the book that you have? Which the one? 48 Powers of Law? 48 Laws of Power. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, I think it's chapter 16 or 17 or whatever. Uh, it says... Uh, Don't be noticed too often. If you're yes. always seen too often, yes. people aren't going to respect you as much anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. from yeah. being seen. All the time. Because then when you become common... People don't no respect one cares. You exactly. No one gives a shit anymore. When you go away, come back, go away, come back, people take notice. Not even deliberately. It's just like you just do it because you know you're doing shit. You don't always yeah. have to be seen, right? But when you do show up, people are like, ooh. You know, they take it into account. They want to talk to you and all that. Yeah. I kind of did that, like, at the university. I didn't always stay there. I'd fuck off for a little bit and just stay at home. Or I'd finish class and just go home right away. I didn't talk to anybody. And people would ask me, like, a week or two later, like, what the hell have you been? I haven't seen you around type of thing, right? Because you, your value grows, like, when it's scarce because mm. right? when people know what you bring to the table and it's high value mm. when it's not always there not always available to everyone people are going to they're going to want to jump on as quickly as they can as often as they can because they can't get enough of you yeah. yeah that makes sense though because right now I'm thinking of like Dwayne Johnson this guy is literally fucking everywhere he has his own energy drink he has his own what's that other thing he made tequila Mm. He's making all these blockbuster it's movies every single. Yeah, he's making money. He's yeah. making money. Yeah, from his end it works, but from everyone else's end it's like. Well, yeah. But you can tell that he's becoming a bit stale. Maybe, maybe the the new DC movie he's making, Black Adam. Maybe that would be kind of different. Cause no, I think it's gonna be a fail. Really? Why? You remember Hercules? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm kind of getting. The same well, that movie itself was fucking garbage. <laughs> like it, the story didn't make sense. Yeah. Like, that movie was made for an actor-actor. They just picked the biggest fucking guy. They're like, yeah, Hercules. You know? Yeah, but Black even... Adam, he's, like, actually producing and he's writing the script. Well, I don't know if he's writing the script, but... There's going to be skyscrapers in it. He's going to have to save his daughter <laughs> from a flying building or an earthquake. He's going to use his leg. He's going to throw a bunch of protein bombs. Yeah. So... But, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, the topic of discussion... For this podcast is actually identity shifting in two words for those who don't know do you want to explain or should i no you can go ahead i'll jump in identity shifting from what i understand is the transition period from who you are now to who you want to become in the future and the things that break it down or kind of help you transition or the habits that you have the environment that you're in, the people that you surround yourself in, the your eating habits, your mental strategies of how you tackle your daily problems and how you can change all of that to become the person you want to become. Or not help even, you not even future self move yourself not into that direction. Self, it's already you. It's like the way you go about it, like the cheat way of doing it, like the shortcut is. Mm. It's like, picture your ideal self. What what a he, she, they, whatever. What are they doing? No. How are they acting? What no. do they look like? What are they dress? What are their eating habits like? Who are they with? What kind of, uh, you know, what kind of things do they participate in? Like, extracurricular and things like that. Things of that nature. And essentially, you just step into that person's shoes. Mm. You do that by pretty much doing those very things. And slowly but surely, as you do those things, you pretty much, like, when you think of the voting system, you know how when you vote for somebody? Yeah. That's a single vote. But then when you have 40,000 people voting for it, it's like, as opposed to the other person that's running, they only have like 15,000. In that case, the majority wins. Right? So you can use the example, like the metaphor here given, as one being the old behavior and old habit or your old identity, the new one being the new one. Mm-hmm. So in any case, the majority wins. 
if you eat like shit every day, you're going to have the identity of a fat fuck or somebody <laughs> who doesn't really give a fuck about their health. Like, yeah. It'll show. Like, yeah. Your body, your dressing sense, your mental health, it'll show. Because mm. people always stay true to who they believe they are. Right? If you believe you be a very religious person, you're going to do the things every single day that count to you being a religious person, which is like going to the service, going to namaz, going to church, doing whatever. Yeah. Reading you know, your holy book preaching certain things, living by a certain moral guideline and religious guideline type of thing, right? Those keep compounding. It's like compound interest. Over time, it builds on top of one another. And then at the end of it, the majority wins. So when it comes to identity shifting, that's pretty much what it is. You pretty much just have to change the identity because when people talk about habits and they want to stop doing this and start doing that, it's not about the habits only. You can't just change the behavior. But do you not... think it starts from the habits? No. About it, changing it, it's one all, habit? It's all, it's all internal. It's all internal because I can stop a behavior like I can just put a cigarette down and be like, well, I'm not smoking anymore and fall back into those old habits if nothing else changes. Because hmm. there's that saying Einstein had. He was like, if nothing changes nothing changes literally your behavior is attached to something greater i smoke or i'm not a smoker but i just say i smoke i smoke because i have the identity of being a smoker Mm. i identify at an internal level as somebody who smokes the cigarettes the lighters all the shit it feeds like it counts as the votes to that identity whatever your identity may be you have to keep casting small votes every single day that account for it and then boom it becomes your new identity mm. so whether you're trying to lose weight or do whatever you have to embody the identity of a healthy person which is every day just take small steps towards it. not saying you have to go to the fucking gym right away for an hour you go for five minutes you go for ten minutes the next time you go for five minutes again you go for five minutes two minutes five mm. ten right it compounds over time and before you know it it's gonna be subconsciously embedded within you to go to the gym and it starts building towards your new identity of being someone who's active and healthy who goes to the gym Mm. Right, so all of us, like, yeah, adds up exactly. So, but when, where would you say that you would start? No, that's what, that's what we're saying. Like, I was getting to it right now. People change the wrong thing, you don't change the outcome, you don't change the exterior. You change, you work on the internal, the exterior always takes care of itself. The results will always take care of itself. Work at the core level of it all from the inside out. If you don't, if you believe in, uh, let's just say for me, I'll use me as an example when I started like the whole fitness journey thing. Right, I was very skinny. I was one hundred and thirty pounds. I was very bony mm-hmm. for my height for being six foot. I was very two years ago. Uh, it was two and a half years ago. Right? Two and a half yeah. years ago, yeah, almost three. Yeah, I was very. It was yeah, actually three Ramadan. But this is the third Ramadan, so it was three Ramadan ago, mm-hmm. including this one. So about three, yeah. I was very lean. I was not lean. I was just very skinny. I was very depressed. You were around me yeah, at yeah, that yeah. time. I remember, I was just very fucked up. Like yeah. internally, you can see it on the outside. Yeah. I was not fully there. Mm. You know, I was very skinny. I was barely eating because my mind was always occupied. Mm. So I never had time to eat because I was always mentally distracted. Yeah. I at that point, I had a very low self esteem. I didn't really feel like I brought value to anyone's life. You yeah. know, I was a bad son. I was a bad friend. I was a bad brother. I was just doing fucked up shit. You know, I was. Messing around with the wrong women, I was messing around with the wrong friends, I was just being stupid, right? It's because at that point, my identity was that of a person who just wanted to have fun and didn't give a fuck. Essentially, Mm -hmm. that I don't give a fuck was my mentality and my identity. That's why I did all these stupid things, but it didn't really bring me any peace of mind. It didn't bring me shit, dude. It just brought instant pleasure, which lasted about five minutes, but it wore off. So that's why I had to do it over and over and over again, because it always wore off. Mm. And it was never constant. It was basically a drug. Yeah, I was always chasing the next fix. And I was also like, addicted to weed at one point, right? Because yeah. it helped me sleep. And I, didn't, I couldn't sleep without it. Yeah. 
So at that point, I got tired of it. You know, I was tired of always being that skinny guy. I was, I was tired of not having people respect me because I didn't respect myself, right? So why yeah. the fuck would anyone want to respect me? Yeah, exactly. So I got tired of it. And one day, it just something changed. Like, I don't know what it was. I was like, fuck this. I didn't want to do it anymore. So what was the first thing that you changed? Like, My, the very, very first thing. I, from the longest time, for all, for the longest time, from what I remember, dude, I've always been that kid who's had that precision type of mindset where if I want something, I will find a way to get it. Like, it'll take time, sure, but I always find a way to get it, right? Yeah. I've always been that way. And once I realized I was in this pit, like, I was down on my knees, I was completely fucked up, I knew I was the only one that could get myself out of it. And I was like, if I, can get my, if I got myself into this, I can climb my house out. So I set myself the goal of getting out of it. That was pretty much it, to better myself. Mm. that was the new goal that was the new identity to become the best version of myself what can I do today I asked myself that can contribute to me being a better version of me tomorrow right. every small thing right from making my better morning and all that other stuff but it started with the gym because the gym gave me a yeah, sense of discipline right? the more I worked out the more consistent I was the more it sort of turned into a keystone habit which leaked into other areas of my life I had right. to improve. it created a domino effect of yeah changing your entire life I had to change up my diet yep I had to change up my sleeping schedule yep I had to change literally everything I stopped eating candy yep. I stopped eating you start to realize all these things affect yeah you not only physically but mentally especially yeah and so. then it slowly creates a domino effect of changing your lifestyle in total yeah leading towards your yeah what you want in life your career wise personal wise whatever yeah. Right. Like I didn't know what I was doing identity shifting back then. I just I did it because I wanted to get myself out of it. Right? Exactly. I didn't know what I was doing, yeah. but all I knew was I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't want to do this anymore. Because yeah. after every failed relationship, I felt like there was a reoccurring pattern. I never respected myself, so neither did the women. Hmm. Neither did my friends. People took advantage of me. It's because I didn't respect myself. I didn't have healthy boundaries or any of that. Right. All of these things are tied to you having a healthy sense of self-respect, so high self-esteem and self-love and all these things. I didn't have any of it at all. I didn't have any of it at all. And this was always the case I started after high school because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing with my life and mm-hmm. everything just fell down. But that was a period of three years. But in these three years, it was the darkest time of my life. In those three years, this is the person I became. And I really like easily swapped this shit around. So that's when I started with the gym. I started going to the gym more. I put on so much mass. I was eating cleaner. I was eating better. All that, all these things pretty much fed into the new identity of me being a... And because of going to the gym, you felt more confident. Yeah, I felt better. respect. My doctor, yeah, clear when mind. I went to my family doctor. I told him I was too stressed out and stuff. He cut me off right away. He was like, "Dude, let's get you on antidepressants." I straight up told him to kiss. My Dude, ass. that's what the fuck my psychiatrist did. Yeah. I straight up told him to kiss my ass and walk out. I was like, "Why is it that everything needs such an easy fix?" You know, like I walk. took an antidepressant for a little bit. I, I, it I, fucked me up so hard, yeah. and then I just started smoking more weed. See, it does the opposite. They, to minimize one p- part of your life that causes all this quote unquote pain. Yeah. It adds on fifty <clears throat> other fucking problems. Yep. All because your dumbass doesn't want to get to the actual source of the problem and yep. eliminate it. Because yep. we, you know, we live in that day and age where everything is about the quick fixes, yep. the bottle fixes, the one pop, one pill yep. solution. I take this pill, all my problems are gone. No, it's not how it fucking works. You literally just put a band aid over your shit. Mm. It's always gonna be there. It's gonna linger in certain areas more than the others. Sure, maybe mute at certain times, but it's still there. Mm. until you actually get to the source and work at it it's always going to be there I knew that about me he told me to get on these pills I was like fuck that I did marijuana it wouldn't go away I did this it wouldn't go away I did that it wouldn't go away 
But then when I was like, fuck this, dude, I knew this was going to be a, the type of work that's going to last a couple of years. It's not going to be a couple of months. Mm. It's going to take some time. That's when I started going to the gym. I went to the gym, dude. I went ham. I went nuts. I picked up all, I started reading all these things about fitness. It led me to, you know, more things about the mind. And then I learned I love self-growth. That's what I became. I became a person of self-growth. I identify with that. I love to grow every day and learn every day. I'm a student for life. But it started with the gym. And the gym led me to reading more books. From reading more books, it led me to spirituality. It led me to eating a cleaner diet. You know, changing up my vocabulary. You know, changing up my thought process and my beliefs and everything. Because this is how this shit works. Your behavior influences your thoughts. Your thought... No, yeah. Your behavior... Actually, sorry. Your behavior influences your thoughts. Your thoughts create feelings. And your feelings create behaviors. So, and these behaviors are the habits that stem from your identity. Mm -hmm. For example, if I have the identity of an extroverted person, which I am, my behavior is that I go out and I meet people and I can talk shit and find common ground just like that. And mm -hmm. we can, I can form a bridge anywhere I go. I do that. My thoughts are, hey, I'm good with people. I'm a people person. I can talk. I'm funny. I'm confident. Mm -hmm. These feelings are positive feelings that come out of those thoughts. So behavior equals thoughts equals feelings equals behavior and it's like an endless cycle, mm. right? But the same goes for a very negative person's mindset. If your behavior is, I'm going to stay indoors, I don't go to that party, I'm going to go talk to these people, I'm not, or blah, 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 blah. nobody wants to talk to me. No, not even that. It's just like, let's just say you want to stay inside, you want to play games, you don't want to associate with anybody, you just want to be locked up in your room alone 24-7. Your thoughts become, I'm not good enough, people don't want to be around me. It, it could be just, I want to play games, right? But that it also, it also filters in, I'm not good enough, people aren't around me. Because when you look around you and you have nobody, you're going to assume that you're the problem. Those thoughts lead to shitty feelings, depressed feelings, more stress, okay. right? Which adds to the behavior. It fuels the behavior even more. So then you're going to want to stay in more. Why? Because you don't feel like you're good enough. Mm. That's how that identity gets created. And that's how that mentality gets put into your head. So to change one, you literally break one apart and the rest fall. Yeah. So you start with the behavior. People are like, well, let me change my thoughts. Like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm happy, happy, happy. That's not how it works. You can't lie to yourself. It's not bullshit. Mm. You have to actually do the work. You can't just convince yourself with some fucking affirmation and have all the shit go away. You literally just need to put in the work. It's that simple. If you want out of something, if you want to get into something else, put in the time and effort and that's it. Mm. That's today's problem. Did you hear that one uh, quote by Elon Musk? We said that if you need motivation to do something, don't do it. Yeah, motivation is bullshit. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's discipline. I what actually like, tried it, yeah. and I like, he, he proved himself right that yeah. if you need motivation, then it's not going to fucking work. People need discipline. Yeah. That's what you need. You just yeah. need discipline. That's because discipline equals consistency. Yeah. There's days where I don't really feel like going to the gym at yeah. all. I just want to sit there and not do shit and just lay down and watch TV and not do anything at all. But I push myself to go. Even if I go and it's a shit workout, it's still a workout. And yeah. It still confirms my identity. It still makes me feel good somewhat. I feel good and I'll feel better about myself. Because if I were to stay home, I'm going to feel like shit. Like, oh, I didn't go to the gym. Yeah. Right? And then one day equals two days. And two days equals three days. And so on and so forth. Take two days tops. Don't go anything beyond that. Mm -hmm. If you're fuck around or not, go... With like, take enough time to actually rest. Yeah. Like, even if you don't want to go, just don't do any more than two days. Mm -hmm. Anything past two days will become a habit. You're going to be like, oh, I can skip this week. I can skip this month. I, can, I don't even have to go anymore. You know, that's how it starts. But back to the behavior thing, dude, that's essentially it. You change one thing, the others will follow through too. So how do you change one thing? You have to change the identity. It mm -hmm. starts at the internal. That's it. 
you want to go from being a fat, lazy person to being that of an active, healthy person. How do you do that? You do the things, let's just say, you pick up weights. You go for a walk. You eat kale every day. You start small. Yeah, you start small, and it compounds. Mm. Like I said, you don't have to change everything drastically because you're getting hated. You have to work into it. Right? It's, everything is slow and steady. You work into it by doing small things. You eat kale one day, you have a banana one day, you have a fruit, and that confirms, hey, I'm a healthy fucking person. And mm. then you take it to the next level, and you start doing even more. You start drinking only water. Right? You, buy, a... you buy workout gear, you buy a bicycle, you buy this, you do that. Rather than go out and spending money on booze and stupid shit, you're yeah. spending it on a gym membership, on a yoga class, on this, on that. And all this filters back into who you believe you are because mm. you're always going to act true to who you believe you are. If you're a gangster, you're going to act like a dumb <laughs> fuck and who's going who's gonna, to, you know, mm. act like a fucking wannabe pudu. Mm. But it all ties back into what you believe you are. If you believe you're not good enough, you, your behavior you will never reflects be that. No, your, no, your behavior reflects it. Yeah. I was like that at one point when I stayed home from high school. I had nobody around me. Yeah. My, be, my mentality, you were there around that time. Yeah. Remember the day you slept over and I woke up in like cold sweats? No, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just told you to shut the yeah. fuck up. That's, <laughs> Go back to sleep. <laughs> that, that stuck with me, dude. Yeah. I had the mentality of I'm not good enough, that no one would want to date me and mm. stuff like that. That led me to thinking a certain way. That those thinking led me to fucking feeling certain ways, which made me do it even more. Mm. I stayed isolated. When I would meet somebody, I wouldn't even talk to them. I'd have like a straight face, like a, that straight bitch face. Like, well, I'm too cool. I don't have to say hi to you. Like, no, you're not too cool. You can talk to anybody. You don't mm. have to be a dick. I did that and I because that behavior fucking handicapped me even more. Yeah. Me not smiling or engaging with people just kept the loop going and going and going and going and going. It, I was not breaking free. But then once I realized, dude, I am the fucking problem. Life happens to you. It doesn't happen. To, no, life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. Yeah. So I had to stop being the fucking victim. Once I stopped associating with being the victim and saying, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. This is not happening to me. I got the control back. I started to drive the car. Once I got into the driver's seat, I was able to maneuver certain ways, go this way, go do that, do this, do that. Now it's all on me again. Mm. If I fuck up, it's all on me. If I do this, it's all on me. Nothing happens to me, it happens for me. There's always a learning lesson in between. Mm. So that's essentially what kicked it off, but identity shifting is all that, dude. It's all that right there. You just have to tie in the small things. But the thing is, it comes with consistency. It's easier said than done. Like I said, there's the days you don't want to eat the kale. There's the days you don't want to eat the banana. There's the days you don't even fucking want to drink water. A couple of days is fine, but don't go any more than that. Mm. But you have to do something every day that reassures, like re, reassures, you. reassures that identity. That's mm. pretty much it. Right? Whether you're a healthy person, a gamer, uh, somebody who watches TV, who drinks, or does everything, you're gonna have to do, do some shit every day that associates with that identity. You the more you do, the more concrete it becomes, and that's it. Habits come from your identity. Mm. Your thoughts come from your habits. Your feelings come from all of it. You see how it's all tied in together? Yeah. That's how this shit works. People are always trying to change your habit, do the wrong fucking thing. Like, no, that's not how this works. Mm. You're doing it backwards, and that's why you always tend to fail. You have to work at the internal, and from the internal, the external changes on its own. You don't even have to ever worry about the external. Never worry about the external. Mm. You just focus on the interior. Focus on the process. Fall in love with the process. You do that, the rest will always take care of itself. And I am a living example of that. I can attest to that. All I did was fit, focus on working out, bettering myself as a person. You started off by working out. Yeah, start off by working yeah. out. Everything else changed. You dedicated yourself to that, yeah. and slowly, that dedication, or the the power of that dedication that you got, yeah, went into everything else. Yeah, like the minute I changed, like the minute I started working out, everything my external changed. Mm-hmm. The people around me started changing. I started yeah. associating with more fitness, healthy people. Yeah, not those fat fucks. You change your environment. Change yeah, the people. But no, yeah, pretty much. You change, you are a product of your environment. Exactly. Right. So the stress, the people, the friendships, the love, all that shit is tied into who you are. 
if you're always hanging around bums, like there's that saying, if you're like hanging around four millionaires, you're going to end up being the fifth. Right? Yeah. So you're a product of your environment. If you're hanging around losers, you're a loser. If you're hanging around yeah. party people, you're a party person, right? Yeah. You are a product of your environment. There's a lot of power in that. So my environment changed on its own the minute I just changed my internal. Mm. I didn't have to focus on forcing an outcome on the outside. It's not like I forced myself to sit in the gym and just be like, hey, what's up, guys? I didn't do that. <laughs> I focused on me going to the gym for me. And then I met so and so, and people the, gradually yeah. came naturally to. No, they were already there. Yeah. I pretty much just stepped into it. Into the world. That's it. Yeah. I stepped into that world, into that pond, and I started associating with the people there. I started meeting more friends. I started meeting people outside the gym at that, those places, this place, that place. It's like I go to the gym. I'm starting Muay Thai. I'm starting yoga and doing all that shit. I read a lot of books. So I go to chapters. I frequent these type of places. Mm. The more I frequent these type of places, I'm more likely. To run into somebody, it's bound to happen. Mm. To run into someone that shares similar interests and so on and so forth, whether it's love interest, you know, or potential love, or just friends which you don't know, right? I like I was telling you, I met that cool dope guy at the gym the other week. Yeah. Right. I walked in. I was just squatting, doing my thing, and he was like, "Hey, can I jump in with you?" I was like, "Sure, why not?" Had I not said anything though, because I didn't feel like I was good enough, I would have never met this dude. He would have just squatted, and he would have left, and I would have gone my own way, and that's mm. it. I would have continued my normal shitty life. At that point, it was shitty. Right, I, I mean, it was not shitty, but yeah, yeah. if I, I were if I was in that old mentality, then yeah. it would have still been shitty. Yeah. But my new mentality going forward, once I changed everything, was I'm the extroverted person who talks to everyone. Mm. So I started talking. I was like, okay, hey, now since you're an extroverted person, no, I was always extroverted. I just I lost know. it. And I got it back. But like, how did COVID affect that? Like last last year, twenty twenty, you were stuck at home twenty four seven, not being able to go out, doing nothing. How did you do? I with was that? still keeping in touch with people. Like this is when I started using social media a bit to, to keep in touch with people. Because it's like being an extrovert means talking to people and being connected to people, right? But did you filter out people? I did. More than anything, dude, I'm not going to lie. Like, fuck the people. Certain people I kept, a lot of people I sort of shed off. I shed off a lot of people like skin. Mm. Because I know this has been a really shitty, hard time for a lot of people. But I looked at it as a blessing in disguise. Because when are you ever going to have so much time off to do a lot of self-reflection and self-work? You're never going to have any time like this ever fucking again. Mm. Ever again. So I was like, I'm going to make sure that once the world resumes and opens up, whenever that may be, when this whole thing started, that I was going to hit the ground running in a different direction. Mm. I didn't want to just resume life. That's this during, It's only during this pandemic I started doing more of that self-growth and self-development work. Mm. Reading more books, talking to the right people, connecting, eating even better, you know, cutting out certain such. I was the opposite. I got super fucking lazy. I know. I got so I lazy. I started smoking so much weed because I had nothing to do. Yeah. Because I went from working two jobs, mm. working on film sets, no. working out, having literally every fucking hour filled with yeah. something to do with all of a sudden nothing. See, that's what... And that's I was like, first first week, yeah, I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, I was just chill. It's nice to, you know, relax for a bit. Mm-hmm. So I smoked weed and I started smoking weed more and more and more. And then one time we we, we bought weed together online. And that you was spent, during COVID? That was during no, COVID. No, that wasn't during COVID. Yeah, that was. That was not during COVID. That was, was during the beginning of COVID. I don't remember that. That was last year, March. We You bought stuff? You bought like maybe... A, was this the purple space cookie? Yeah, purple there? space cookie stuff. Yeah. You bought like a little bit and I bought $300 worth of stuff. Yeah. That was within just one month. I gave you all that weed too. You gave me all your weed too. Yeah, because I was and done. I, smoked I, didn't, all I, of it. I didn't want to do it anymore. I smoked all of it. <laughs> yeah. I ate all my edibles. I fucking... I, I broke my veganism too. Mm. Because I thought the world was going to end. And I was like, fuck, I might as well eat some chicken. Yeah. Right? And then the world's not ending. It's, <laughs> it's all a period of adjustment, bro. Yeah. That's all it really was. 
I took it as a period of adjustment. And it took me until the gyms opened up again. I think it was July oh. or end of June, whatever, for me to get back. No, it wasn't July. The gyms. You actually know it was yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, I guess, well, I guess kind of. I'm more, I'm not really an extrovert or an introvert. I'm like way in the middle. Mm. I like being around people. And after a while, I'm like, all right, fuck off. I want to be alone. I mean, I get those here and there too. Where so like for me being alone twenty four seven for too long, I was like, ah, fuck. Yeah, this is kind of gay. It's just about adjusting, bro. That's when you sort of reach out to family or just keep yourself occupied by not staying busy, but by being productive. Yeah. As long as you're doing something you enjoy, whether it's a hobby, reading, mm. or doing something that's like productive, you'll feel like your time isn't wasted. But mm. also talking, calling up people, FaceTiming, doing whatever you can yeah. to just stay connected. That's when I started using social media more because I don't really fuck with social media. Yeah. So that's the only reason I used it to connect more with people that I can't really see on a day-to-day basis because mm-hmm. I still want to be associated with people. Because yeah. for a little while at the start of COVID, I fucked off and didn't talk to anyone. Yeah. I felt a little bit lonely too. But then that's when I started reaching out. I was like, dude, if I don't want any connections at all, I'm going to have to reach out to people. Because mm-hmm. you, like ego aside, some like you can always make the first move. There's no harm in you being the person to make the first move. Yeah. Right? Whether saying hello, hi, or trying to catch up with somebody. Even just meeting a stranger. Mm. I met a lot of cool new people during this fucking pandemic I never had, dude. Like, I, I got into a new relationship. Obviously, it didn't work out, but I met her through this fucking uh, pandemic. I think I've only met, like, maybe three people that I still talk to. Yeah. You, know, you know how everyone got on those fucking apps? I did. Like, I downloaded Bumble and shit just to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only talked to, like, two people who were, like, actually cool. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was like, I right, fuck off. Not gonna but, lie. like... It, mm. how, how do you feel about those apps dude like I personally don't. the apps of it was a giant waste of time yeah it was I, a waste of my time some people actually like it works for them I know a person that actually like found if you're brain dead girlfriend from there huh if you're fucking brain dead <laughs> well it depends right no these just like I'm not shitting on anyone here like yeah you can have some really thriving relationships yeah. off fucking apps or online it's but the thing was works. during COVID during COVID everyone was on that app I know they still just are. to just waste time they, no, like, they yeah. were there like yeah COVID because sucks because they're uh, lonely people yeah, are people lonely more lonely. than ever today people yeah. are fucking lonely yeah. they're distracting themselves with their phone and they don't want to call themselves out on their bullshit because exactly. they know it's, it's going to hurt yeah. and it's going to take a lot of time to get out of it yeah. people don't want to put in effort this goes yeah. back to the whole one pill solution shit right but I'm not saying I'm shitting on people that have relationships that, you know, formed off of mm. these apps or off of an online website or whatever. Yeah. But the way it works, like, I'm not shitting on anyone, but here's my point of view on it. These are the same people that, remember that day we went to fucking, what was it? What was that sweet, uh, the dessert place called? Um, D-Spot? Yeah, we went to D-Spot and there's that one couple sitting next to us. They were on their phones. You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't talk to each other. They would yeah, snap yeah. their meals yeah. and their ice creams. They were taking pictures. For an hour. They ate they and they smiled left. at each other, talked once. Yeah. And they were together. And they were on their phone and they were sitting alone and they fucked off. Yeah. That's the type of shit you that get. That's the, that type, that's the type of relationship you'll get off when you meet somebody inorganically. Yeah. Humans? From the but what does that mean, though, organically? That's Anything right. but phone? Well, if you don't cut me off, I'll fucking tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, like at the start of fucking time, we never had these tools. We didn't have Snapchat. We didn't have any yeah. of this bullshit, right? We naturally had to fucking be a person of value to attract a good mate. Yeah. That's how humans are naturally programmed. Our brains are still very primitive. We haven't grown too much. Mm. They're still very, very fucking primitive. A lot of things are still very uh, tied to, you know, our prehistoric ways. Mm. Not prehistoric ways, like uh, to our evolutionary times and stuff when we mm. first started out males and females still seek out the same fucking things 
So you, you don't really think technology has affected the way? It's affected us in very fucked up ways. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, organically uh, meeting true. people, okay. organically meeting people is saying hello to someone and finding common ground mm. and talking to people mm. and, f- and associating with people and doing all that shit. It's easier to do it with a click of a button, with a slide here, right there, lift this, we're doing whatever, right? Because half the work's fucking done. Sure, it's convenient. But, for example, talking to a woman over the phone, like, not like phone call, but texting, Snapchat, message, or whatever, she doesn't feel the emotions firsthand. Yeah. She just sees yeah, words. Yeah. yeah. And vice versa. How can you establish an emotional fucking connection with somebody? Mm. The COVID aside, if you're just using that because you're too much of a pussy to say hello to somebody on the street. Yeah. How can you form that emotional bond with them? When I say a joke to a woman in person, I hear her laugh. Mm. She, she hears the tone tonality of my voice of where I say it mm. and how I say it. She falls for that. I fall for her laughter. I fall for her smile, the way she makes me feel when I'm around her, the way I make her feel, mm. right? You can't get that shit over the phone. Yes, you can start using the phone more after you've established that in person because mm. then it's easier to keep it going because yeah. she already has a sense of who you are and vice versa. Yeah. But how the fuck do you start that over the phone? It's harder. That's why nowadays everything is just based off of the physicality of everything. Yeah. No, this this person has a big rack. Fuck it, I like him. This mm. person looks like he has a six pack. Fuck it, I like him. Mm. This guy looks like this. That guy looks like this. But it's like you don't know who they actually really fucking are. Yeah. You nine times out of ten you'll be upset. I was. I've been met some hard ass women, some gorgeous women, out of the world type of women. I met them in person. There was no personality. At all. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. were dumb as a brick. Yeah. It was like me meeting the same person with a different face. Yeah. Everywhere I went, and I kind of got fed up with it. I was and like, I don't like that. doing this anymore. Yeah, it's very convenient. It's easy to fucking hit up somebody. And even if you got rejected online, it doesn't hurt as much as it would in person. Yeah. But the thing is, dude, rejection is part of life. Yeah. One, re- this all relates back into the one pill solution men- mentality that our society has today. Yeah. People don't like effort anymore. And people love to avoid pain. We're all for pleasure. Mm. We always want to feel fucking good. Yeah. But we never want to feel fucking bad. Mm. The minute something goes back, we run away. We fucking pull up our phones and hide through these escapism behaviors. That's what I was talking about earlier. Mm. Your phone's watching Netflix, <clears throat> doing all these things. When you actually know you have work to do, especially when it comes to yourself, but you don't do it, it's because you're running away. Because yeah. you don't want to feel pain. The brain, the human brain, naturally sways towards what feels good in pleasure mm. and avoids pain. If you get anxiety talking to people, your brain associates that with pain, it's not going to want to fucking talk to people. Mm. It associates pain with being in isolation because remember your identity is that of I'm not good enough and so on and so forth, right? It's you want to do everything to avoid pain, but how do you get out of it? The only way out is through. Mm. That's how you fucking get through fear is through. But being all that, going back to like the dating example, people like it's easier to get rejected online. It doesn't Mm. hurt, but seeing it in person and still picking yourself up. It's called courage. Mm. Putting yourself out there, whether you're a guy or girl. It's like going to an audition. Yeah, pretty much. Like, dude, you're not going to... reject it all the time. The, ch- the thing is, you're not going to be compatible with 80% of the people you fucking meet. Yeah. And that's facts. Yeah. Like, I... You can try all you want, no matter what they look like. If you're not compatible, it's not going to fucking work. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with you or your worth. Neither of theirs. It's not even their fault. It's just a matter of compatibility and needs. They have different needs and compatibility or wants and same with you mm. right? you can't force a fucking outcome sure you want them because you base up what they look like or whatever mm. but or what they do who they are sh- or who you believe they are because remember everyone that's another thing I'll get into after this <clears throat> but you can't avoid rejection you can't avoid that so that's why I'm like I'm more for organics man like I saw a woman yesterday 
right? I met her. We started talking. I made her laugh. Mm. And the more I made her laugh, the more she was keen on staying and talking to me, even though she had somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. She had to go pick up some shit that she was buying on Facebook Marketplace. Children. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> she just forgets her children in school. She was a 22-year-old, you fuck. Mm-hmm. Anyways, a lot of 22-year-olds these days have children. My brother does. Anyways. <laughs> um, her and I just started talking. We got booster juice, and then we yeah. stayed at point, and we got some coffee, and we just started hanging out more, right? And then we ended up kissing and stuff. Mm. I made her feel a certain way, and she made me feel a certain way. Mm. Had it been online, that's a different fucking story. It mm. would have probably taken a longer time, sure, maybe. I don't know. But... How is it that our fucking parents, our ancestors, all met in person, mm. but we have troubles doing that? How the fuck does that work? And we're the smarter generation. We're actually the dumber fucking generation. Well, I mean, the consumers. No, yeah, media. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The majority of us, like I'm talking the majority as in common people, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're fucking retards. Well, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that, but we're fucking idiots. That's fine, whatever. Okay, right. If you take offense to it, I don't care. Yeah, I don't mean it in that regard. Yeah. Just calm your shit. Yeah. Pussy. Anyways. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. It's well, the people that came before us, our parents and so on and so forth, they didn't have all these advancements, but yet they still found a way to make it work. Yeah. Why is that? But we can't even say hello to the people on the bus next to us. Mm. It's ironic because you're on your phone trying to find someone to talk to, but yet there's all these people around you. Mm. Every, I realized this recently, every person literally around you is a walking fucking story mm. waiting to be read for all you know you like it I mean, uh, that's what don't judge at all don't have any expectations and don't judge regardless mm. of who the person looks like what they may seem based off what they're wearing never fucking judge because you never know who that person is and what their story is you may just fall in love with the fucking story mm. and that person but you never know but if you don't even give the person a shot because you're associating a certain story or title to them that's your fucking problem not theirs that's why I read this in a book to the guy. I was like, don't watch the stories that you give yourself and other people. Because mm-hmm. it'll keep you from meeting certain people and keep you from opportunities and keep you from actually advancing. For example, if you say you don't like women who are always talking. You like women that are introverted and quiet. Okay, that's a preference, sure. But for all you know, that woman who's actually talking is the woman that's for you. Or the guy who's always sort of... Let's just say you're a nerd chick. And... You like a guy who's highly intellectual. And then you obviously see that football jock guy or whatever. Mm. You don't want to talk to him because you assume he's a dumbass because he's a football jock. But for all you know, this man has an IQ of 120 and has a huge bookshelf filled with books at home. But you're associating a certain story to him, which keeps you from actually meeting him and talking to him. Mm. You think you guys are incompatible because you're a nerd, quote unquote. That's another story. It's a label. And that he's a jock. Right? That pretty much burns the bridge right there. Mm. never do that because I've noticed when I had expectations for certain women or people I was always let down because mm. they didn't live up to who I thought they were they were just themselves but I associated them to be certain this and that and this and that it always fell through and I fell too I was like fuck me mm. but then well, yesterday I didn't associate shit with her I just met her I was like she's a cool chick we started talking and talking and I got more out of her I could have gave her the label of, oh, she has this type of hairstyle, she's probably this type of bitch, or she's this, or she's that, she's this to that, right? Mm. People associate, like, the little stupid things to small things. Yeah, yeah. I could have easily done that, too. But had I done that, I probably would have shot myself in the foot. Because it, it would stop me from actually getting the opportunity, or giving her the opportunity to get to know me, and vice versa. But I didn't do that. I had an open mindset. I had very I came in very open. I was like, if it happens, that happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't take away shit from me. So I was just talking to her, found this common ground, 
She's pretty fucking dope, and I'm gonna see her again. That's but it. had that not happened because I put a story under her and she pulled on to me, mm. that would have never happened. This is just one thing. This could be with fucking everything. It can be with companies. It can be with this. It can be with that. Especially with races today. You know, people associate certain races with being this and that and this mm. and that. That's fucked up. You don't even know them, dude. No. Unless you actually get to know them, don't give them a story. No. Like, everyone's experience varies. It's not the shit that you watch on the news. That's one thing I would really advocate. Don't watch the fucking news. Mm. They literally brainwash you for 50 minutes. And in the last 10 minutes, they broke a fucking painting painted by some autistic kid. You know, it's like the 10 minutes of positivity. Mm. But they fuck you up with 50 minutes of negativity. Because mm. remember, you are what you consume, which is your diet, the content you read and watch, and shit that you listen to every day, and the people you are around, because you're a product of your environment. Mm. Your people around you are all bitching and complaining and mm. talking shit, and they're very negative people. If, what do you think you're going to end up being? Mm. If your diet consists of McDonald's nuggets and milkshakes. And you look like a fucking nugget. You look like a fat, ugly a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now since we're back at this, um, have you, like, before, you started, indirectly identity shifting? Mm-hmm. Did you have this? You know, you know how someone, you, like I, for example, I have this picture in my head, of what I'm doing in the future. You know, how there's like this one moment that's always playing over and over. Mm-hmm. Do you have that in your head in the future, of you in the future. So, for example, for me, it's uh my like success picture or clip that plays in my head every single day ever since I like you know started changing myself mm-hmm. is uh uh I'm a father I have two kids I have a nice home in that current moment I'm working out in the gym right and out the window I see my two kids playing in the park oh sorry in the in the backyard right is it a wife or you produce asexual no 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 I'm, I'm getting to it <laughs> And then, as I'm working out, right, wife comes down to the stairs. There's no face to her. I don't know who she is. But she, she comes down to the stairs. She gives me the phone. She's like, yo, there's a director on the phone. You want to make a movie? Mm-hmm. Right? And I turn around, and I see all... I have posters of my own films in the gym that kind of remind me of how successful I am. I'm right? seeing that shit now, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, did you have it? What's, what's your picture? What do you have? I'm going to give, like, like the like the educational background to that. You know why that is? You always, like, going back to, like, the example, not the example, just, like, how the brain works, you mm-hmm. always walk, walk towards pleasure and avoid pain. When you want to quit another ha- habit, also, you have to associate a lot of pain to it. Yeah. When you associate a lot of physical and mental and emotional that makes pain you not to, want it, to do it, you're not going to want to do it anymore. Yeah. So, remember, bad habits, you have to so- put up a lot of barriers between you and that yeah. bad habit. You know, block the that, website. That's in the book. Yeah. Uh, the power of yeah. habit. Yeah. Block the website. Uh, put a password on your phone. Do this, do that. Rid yourself of all the weed paraphernalia in your life. Do this, do that, do this, do that. As many berries as you can, right? That is associating a lot of pain with that, and you don't want to do it anymore. And then you're not, your brain is inherently lazy. You're mm. not going to want to jump through yeah, all yeah. those walls or over the walls to go yeah. get that one thing, right? Because it's like if only one gas station in town sold cigarettes and it was 50 kilometers from your house. You're burning gas there and back every day. You're not going to want it because it'll be a pain in the ass mm. to do that, first of all, especially in the winter. It'll be a pain in your wallet. Mm. You're not going to do that because all the gas, just to buy a small box of cigarettes, you're going to fuck that. Like, you're associating a lot of pain to it yeah, and you're yeah, going to yeah. have a lot of hurdles. But when it comes to like that dream you said, the opposite is also true. When you associate a lot of pleasure to a certain something, you're going to want to walk towards it. Mm. So you associate a lot of pleasure for that vision makes you want to take all the necessary steps in your everyday life to get to that point where you achieved it right so what's yours 
mine is essentially the same thing. I am a huge family guy. So my family, I have a family. I have a beautiful family. I have like four or five kids. NBA roster size. I have a beautiful <laughs> wife. There's me. There's yeah. a nice big house. My parents are around. They're happy. Uh, I know what she looks like, like physically, but the face is still kind of blurred too. Like I see the back of the head. I don't see the face. Yeah, yeah. The back of the head. Physically, yeah. I know what she looks like, but just yeah. nothing there face-wise. Yeah, so that's there. Um, I'm happier. And... I'm just doing me, man. I'm just like an amplified version of who I am right now, mm. right? But I've also thought of the negative version of it, what would happen if I continue with stupid habits, mm. or if I didn't do the right things I need to. Ooh, I never thought of that. Yeah, because remember, when you associate a lot of pain to that one vision, you're going to do everything to make sure that shit does not fucking happen. So what's your worst case scenario? I was lonely. I was alone. Yeah. I was in an apartment on my own, working a shit office job, sitting yeah. alone, driving a shit car, in debt. You know, I was having, still having hookups at like 40 Mm. I was not happy I didn't have any kids at all mm. my parents they weren't even in the picture they didn't really talk to me as much because I kind of distanced myself from the family I was alone I wasn't happy at all I had my one best friend who'd always come by to visit me whenever he could he was thriving and he'd always come to uplift me but it wouldn't help mm. and I'm like it just that re- it's like a reoccurring hell so I was like dude fuck that I don't want to do that it kind of scared me a bit and being that it scared me I was like I'm going to make sure that does not happen I learned from my mistakes, right? I learned from experience. So obviously I fail a couple of times. Every time I fall, it reminds me of that vision. That's why it scares the fuck out of me and I get very paranoid thinking it's going to happen. And the more I do that, yeah, it's good in a way because it's going to make me want to not do it next time. And it does not make me want to do it next time. So then I get up and walk to the other way next time I'm faced that same decision or that option or whatever. It's very hard. I'm trying to think of what my worst case scenario would be. It takes time to you can't just like think of it on the spot. I had to formulate it over a couple of times. I actually never thought of worst case scenario. You have to. Because it'll keep you from going to that point. It'll keep your ass from being... For the longest time, my worst case scenario was me becoming an accountant. Mm. And living a shit bitchy life. Sitting in front of the computer 24-7. Yeah. Like, you know those thick prism goggles? Fat uncle with checkered shirt. Oh. Turn into one of those. But then, the thing is, every time I picture that... I legit picture myself jumping off a building. <laughs> yeah. So I'd probably just, <laughs> probably just kill myself if yeah. I was to be at that point. That's why you don't do that, dude. That's why you use the, you use that prime example, propel you forward, and not go the other way. That's what it's like. It keeps you from being lazy because it's like it, it's keep it's like a reoccurring vision or a theme in your head. You're like, mm. nope, fuck this, and then you get up and you go do something else because mm. you're like, I'm not making. Sh- I make sure I do everything in my power to make sure this shit does not come to fruition. Yeah. Because if it does, I'm going to be fucked. That's what you do. got to get up and do the opposite. That's what I do, man. It scares the shit out of me sometimes. It's like if I don't... Like when I had that mentality of I'm not good enough, it kept me from meeting women because I was just walk up with my guard up. I'd never smile at them. I wouldn't even talk to them. I wouldn't even say hello. But then I always get the thought I'm not good enough. And I was like, I really wanted to be with a woman. I was like, mm. I want to have a family. How can I do that if I don't fucking change something? For me, it helped me, it, uh, helped me back from auditioning. Because I didn't want to get rejected. Because you handicap yourself. Exactly. Yeah, you can't walk through you can't walk through life with an e brake on all the time mm. because it fucks you because it keeps you from actually using all the potential you have. Because humans have all sorts of potential. Mm. Nobody's born with some more, some more than the other. We all have the same amount of potential. Yeah. Our mind either enhances it or handicaps it. Yeah. Right. So I had to. It's like Conor McGregor said, you have to yeah. be obsessed. 
Yeah, not even, yeah you gotta be self-obsessed because yeah. it's all mental, right? Sometimes you don't even need talent. You just need obsession. Yeah, because you'll find a way. You'll find a way all exactly. the time. Nine times out of ten. Because you can have somebody who's extremely talented, but lazy as fuck, and he will not yeah. have any of it come yep. to fruition. I personally witnessed that. Yeah. I know this one dude who's an actor. I'm not going to say his name. But uh, this guy is fucking... He's so good at acting, but he's so picky. And... Like, he'd rather... Well, he's making money. He has a really nice office job, right? So he's making money now. He's just like, eh, I'd rather make money. Mm-hmm. But every time we meet up, he's like, yeah, man. I want to make movies, man. You know? And just start saying all that bullshit. And then, in some ways, I've surpassed him. And I was like, yo, how'd you do it, bro? I'm like, dude, I'd quit that office job. Right? Mm-hmm. And start auditioning. Mm-hmm. Audition, 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 audition. And finally, you'll get one part. And slowly from there, you go on, go on, go on. Mm-hmm. But he's like, nah. He, he'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. And then that's it. Never hear from him again. Those are just like people that like to get pumped up. Like you will, they'll feel pumped up. They'll feel like the king of the world. That's that motivation bullshit that we're talking about. Yeah. You don't need motivation, man. You need discipline. Because motivation is like a temporary high. It lasts for a couple of hours, a couple of days. Mm. But then once it wears off your back, you're like, <laughs> it's, it's like watching workout videos in bed. Yeah, like it lasts for a little bit. You're really pumped to go to the gym tomorrow. Yeah. Or whatever, but then it wears off, and yeah, fuck this, I don't want to go. But if you're disciplined, you're gonna get up and be like, nope, I have to, and I should go to the gym. Mm. And then that what that's what overrides motivation. Because if you keep waiting for motivation to do something, you're fucked. Yeah. Right? If I waited for motivation to talk to somebody, talk, open up to a friend, or do whatever, yeah. I'd be fucked. Because it's like I'd have to keep waiting for that one day or one moment where I feel instantly high. But it's like nothing's always lined up that way. I can't keep counting on that high to get something done, mm. right? So, going back to that image, I was afraid that I wasn't going to get that family and stuff like that. I yeah. was going to move forward. And I had to change something. So, it, further, it fueled me more than anything. Rather than feel discouraged. Because some people feel very discouraged. Like, oh, you know, I'm not going to get that. <laughs> and then they start bitching and crying and playing the victim. <laughs> but that pretty much holds you back. Yeah. It's more of a handicap. I realize That's the thing, too. A lot of people just play the fucking victim. Right? I they keep putting, making themselves the victim. I did that too for the longest time. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, you know, like, you know my past, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I had such a horrible past, you know. Um, why did God do this to me? And I, and then I would just smoke weed and cry like a little bitch and go to sleep. Yeah. Right. And then I had to like my, well, my therapist didn't even tell me, but I like realized myself like, yo. A lot of the actors that I look up to, have also had bad past. You're not the only fucking one. Right. Grow some balls. Yeah. And then slowly. The happy change. Got yeah, I got through it. Like I, you know what. I gotta change my mindset. Yeah, see, it feels you to change something because, like yeah. I said, once you like get really emotionally tied to something, it'll propel you yeah. or hold you back. Mm. And I was held back emotionally for a long time. That's what because I was afraid, right? Like yeah. I said, fear was gonna keep you from doing shit. Yeah. But then I got tired of that fear, and I was like, you know, what? fuck this. I need to make a change. Otherwise, I'm not gonna get there. Yeah. My older brother got married. My younger brother got married. That changed a lot of things for me, too. It did, yeah. yeah. It put a lot of things in perspective. I was like, dude, shit, you know, this is reality. This is, I want this. I saw them more than anything. Rather than feel discouraged, like, oh, I'm never going to have this. I looked at both of them like, dude, this is motivation. Yeah. I want what they have. I yeah. like what they have. Like, exactly. I want that. But yeah. I can't keep doing that if I keep fucking myself up. Yeah. So I stopped fucking around. I stopped doing stupid shit. And yeah. I was like, I want that. Your brother's marriage is actually a huge part of me changing my perspective on marriage. Yeah. And for the longest time, I'm like, oh, I fucking hate it, women. Fuck women. They're so evil and shit. Yeah. And like, marriages never work, you know. You already know, like, the history, right? Mm-hmm. But then after seeing your brother get married, I was like, oh, shit. 
It's a beautiful yeah, thing. It's, it's pretty sick. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It looks pretty fun. This, I mean, they're still fucking together, yeah, happy so, and shit. And that motivated me to change my ways. And now, dude, look at me. Like, I have no problem talking mm. to any woman at all. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm a cocky prick or I'm confident or whatever. Mm. Right? I'm not. I'm just me. But when I see a woman I want to talk to, when I see someone of interest, whether it's a potential friend, a mate, whomever, I'm going to go and initiate because you never know. Right? Everyone starts off as a stranger. Mm. You never know. Right? But until you talk, until you open your mouth, the answer is always no. Mm. I talked to that girl yesterday, and guess what happened? We ended up kissing, man. She wants to see me again, I want to see her again, and her and I are talking more now than we were, you know. It's been a couple of days. Well, we sorry yesterday, but it's been a two... No, actually, no, I saw her two days ago, sorry. And we're talking a lot now, right? She wants to see me again. She's busy, and I'm busy doing my thing, but we still will find way time for each other. Yeah. She's pretty cool. We'll see where it goes, but she's pretty cool. Worst case, it doesn't work out. Best case, it does, right? But imagine this, dude. If... The th- like the version of me from three years ago was to see her he wouldn't have said shit mm. he would have thought of her he would have thought of saying hello he would have planned what to say to her he would handicap himself even more he would have probably been awkward about it shot himself in the foot and then she would have walked away mm. right but I changed shit man I changed a lot of things and I deserve everything that I'm gonna get going forward because I've worked for it i worked nose to the ground bro for the past three fucking years no mm. I no excuses. Nobody gave me shit. I'm not saying I deserve the world. Right? No, I don't deserve anything, right? But I'm working for everything I have. Yeah. My mom, like, mom told me the other day, or it was like a week ago or something, she looked at me, she was like, you know, you put on a lot more muscle, she was like, you just seem so much happier. She's like, you seem like a all-around better person. Right. Compared to, like, a couple of years ago. Hearing I, I my agree. mom and my dad say, you know, you've done a lot for yourself, we're happy for the way you're going. Yeah. Seeing that the mo- two most important people in my life recognize that shit too, was even more of a driving factor mm. for me because it's like my parents saw that shit to me and changed to me because mm. before when they saw me doing bad they didn't say anything to me because they were just worried all the time right yeah. they would say like you know we're worried for you and stuff but they wouldn't tell me to stop or anything because they know at the end of the day it's me if I don't get myself out of it then who will mm. and once my mom said that to me I was like dude this is fucking amazing it feels great I don't want to stop because you can get you never stop learning man. you're always going to better yourself every day if you, you have to growth never stops so you always try to become 1% better every single day because yeah. at the end of the year that's 365% better yeah. you're telling me you can't be a different in a different fucking place in mm-hmm. a year from now if you change one thing around your entire world can fucking change mm-hmm. the smallest changes come with the biggest you know the smallest yeah the smallest changes come with the biggest fucking change of outcomes mm-hmm. it's just the smallest parts swap out some small parts and watch the scenery change on its own yeah. new Sure, you may be in the same city. You'll have different friends, though. You the, So the city will seem different. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's essentially what happened to me. I had certain friends that just take advantage of me. And I hated the city. I hated the world and stuff like that. My perspective on the world was very negative. Once I got rid of those guys and shed them off, and I grew, because it's like you're always going to outgrow people, right? So don't hold on to people that you're outgrowing and surpassing. Mm. They're just meant to be a checkpoint in your life yeah that's it right? you don't, you're not supposed to hold on to them until your grave you're going to always outgrow people habits things everything that's the whole point of life it's about growth right and so I outgrew these people I found better people and then now when I look at the world I look at the city there's so many things to do my perspective just changes broaden mm-hmm. right meet more people you run into more opportunities and things just open up they, they, they were always there I just never saw them there it's mm-hmm. all point of perspective you will always focus on what the things that matter if you tell yourself you're a piece of shit you don't deserve something you're gonna look at the things that make you feel that way because it reinforces your behavior and who you are who yeah. you believe you are I've 
changed my perspective to that of I matter. I have high respect for myself. And I started seeing things in the same place that I would frequent that were ne- that were always there, but I just never paid attention to it. Because what changed? Just the goggles, just the lens I was looking at or looking through. This stupid fucking app just closed and stopped recording. So just to give a little recap on what the hell we were saying. Identity shifting. You, you take it on. Just, uh, just, I, I wouldn't even say identity shifting. I just say growth. It's like doing Mental, the proper things. Growth. Yeah. A lot starts of, from where ends where. It starts with your habits. starts with your identification with who you believe you are. Because your habits, your behaviors, your thoughts, everything formulates from the identity that you run around with, the story you tell yourself. If you're an athlete, if you're a healthy person, if you're someone who's always on time, someone who's always organized, you're always going to do the small things every day that reinforces that. Uh, one of my identities, because everyone has many identities. You have a religious identity, uh, food, activity, hobbies, and so on and so forth. I love cigars. I fucking love cigars. I don't like cigarettes or anything like that, but I love cigars. So I have the identity of a cigar smoker. I will go and I will buy cigars and I'll mm-hmm. smoke them, right? I am knowledgeable on cigars. I teach other people on cigars when they ask me questions. I have cigar lighters. I have a cutter. All these small things count as votes towards the big thing, which is I'm a cigar smoker, right? Excuse me, but you can take that example and use it in whatever way you want towards whatever it is that you want to change. So if, you know, if, you want, if you're a fat person, if you're lazy or whatever. And one thing to do on a side note, I hate how today everyone is fucking rewarding people for unhealthy behaviors. If you're a stupid idiot. They're putting fat people on the covers of magazines. It's like, dude, you're not healthy. You're not healthy. <laughs> I saw this one cover. I'm not going to say the name of the the singer or whoever the fuck it was. Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> they literally put her on the cover of the magazine saying being fat is the new healthy. And she was eating a burger and she had a milkshake in her hands. That's, yeah, that's fucking first of all that's she, so unhealthy and that's extremely like when, when she goes into cardiac arrest two weeks from now <laughs> she's still saying the same shit <laughs> she has a fucking heart attack I don't like how people reward bad behavior if you're a fucking retard from doing stupid shit then dude you should not be rewarded for it like no. if you're a fat idiot you're not healthy don't lie to yourself <laughs> don't blame society for fat shaming you because you're unhealthy like no. do something about it and become healthy if you are taking active steps towards living a healthy life don't even worry about it then yeah you're doing a good job keep at it and obviously other people have struggles Mm -hmm. people have conditions and shit but as long as those are those are victim mentalities if you're telling yourself I know some people who are actually like I know their bodies just can't change because of the doesn't mean you can't eat healthy well yeah doesn't mean you can't still go to the gym right don't have excuses that you'd never 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 make excuses for yourself right (laughs) so no but the thing is uh, like some people do have conditions Right? Yeah. And it just sucks. Whatever. But as long but if you're, as if you're as long as you don't as promote that being unhealthy is a good thing, mm-hmm. that's fucked up. Yeah. Don't promote that. Not even that. It's like people are promoting cheating, side bitches. Yeah. Those are so Hoodville. No, they're just <laughs> fucking stupid people, man. Nah. Like you how and why are you being rewarded for cheating on mm. somebody? For ruining a relationship. Mm. For breaking someone's, you know, trust in their yeah. heart and in their feelings and hurting mm. their feelings why should you be rewarded for that shit mm. you're a piece of shit if you do any of these things but back to what we were saying it's not we're not focused on pieces of shits we're focused on growth yeah, yeah, right? yeah you're outgrowing these pieces of shits it's all about growth man it's all about growth and doing the things that you want to do for yourself because you deserve it you know it's, it comes with the <laughs> self-respect it comes with the self-respect and then happiness i was talking about before that thing cut off 
Happiness isn't a goal. It's not a pursuit. If you think that, you are a moron. Mm. It's a feeling. A feeling that you get every day by looking and at the things that you feel more grateful for. Because that's joy. That's happiness right there. Yeah. If you're happy, it's because you have things in your life that you're grateful for that you would never change or swap or, mm. or give up for in the world. The more you count your daily... The more, you, more uh, uptake you have of gratitude and throughout your day-to-day life, the happier you'll be. Because you will not look at things that you don't have. You'll be looking at the things that you do have. Like I was saying, my cat, I love him. Yeah. My parents, I love them. My clothes, I love that. The full fridge that we have, full mm. food that we have to eat, I love that. The beautiful home that we're in, I love that. My health, my friends, you know, me, my healthy body. These are all things I'm grateful for every day, and mm. I don't take them for. I don't take advantage of them, right? So I don't look elsewhere for happiness mm. because I am very content with the things I have in my life because it's yeah. a feeling that you can't run away and try to find it it's not in a couple it's not in a relationship it's not at a certain location it's not a certain city yeah. it's wherever you are you can find small reasons to be happy every day mm. you know nice weather be fucking happy we have nice weather you can feel good about yourself you can actually ironically trick your brain into feeling happy you know that when you smile the m- muscles that you engage release the feel good uh, happiness emotions in your head whenever you're frowning it releases the sad uh, chemicals mm. in your brain so it makes sense if you were to just smile you can actually trick your brain into being happy if you look at a baby and smile your brain's going to associate kids and babies as a way to feel happy right yeah. so but just to recap yeah I said I said recap like three times now mm-hmm be grateful. Know what you have to change. Work, put, put in, in the, the work. work. Stay consistent. You'll get there. And uh, you'll enjoy your life. Right? You stay away from bad people. Man. Exactly. Don't give up yourself just because you want to have certain people around. Yeah. I was a victim to that. And it's really stupid way to have people around if you want to force people to be around you it was never meant to be yeah. if you have to have stop to, being a bitch if you have to force people to be around you if you have to like chase them it was never meant to be you should never do that yeah. it's very easy yeah. very easy if you you gotta be yourself and if it wasn't meant to be it doesn't work but mm-hmm. it, usually it's always easy the person yeah. will always stay and the people will stay well thanks for thanks for being on the podcast bruh we'll be back We'll be back. Talk about some so, more shit. The next yeah. thing we're going to talk about the next time will be more offensive, though. Yes, yeah, very offensive. No, so if you don't have balls, please fuck off. No, listen to it, because it's always good. Obviously, this podcast, I'm not telling you to actually fuck off. I talk about the most random stuff, and the entire point of this podcast is to open your mind to new things, open yeah. your horizon, and maybe challenge your beliefs you're allowed to challenge yourself think about things that you haven't thought about before see another point of in a different way yeah. exactly in different people's perspectives understand where other people yada talk. yada yeah. alright if you can't go fuck yourself I could care less suck your mama's titties yeah go cry to your mother if you have one I have three you can borrow one of mine uh, yeah alright peace out fuck you